All right, welcome back, guys. Another podcast. We just recorded one. We're going to get a second one in here. Um, kind of piggybacking off of the same theme. Uh, don't mean to, to be not um, fresh with ideas and topics, but this is hold conditioning is just something that we, we get so many questions on. We get so much um, feedback on it and re- reaction and comments and and everything, whether it be on our YouTube channel or um, different social platforms. This we just did an Instagram message. This is a Facebook one. Um, now this one, this one has. So we're going to talk a little bit about holding it, but it's also a, there's a bigger picture thing that I think my my point or my objective with this podcast will be, um, and that has to do with. Uh, real having realistic expectations, why we're doing what we're doing with our dogs. Um, also, the idea of the importance of being patient, um, time, using time um, to our favor as opposed to creating issues and stress for us. So there's there's a lot of different things that are in this. I think it's a great. It's it comes from a guy um, who. His question starts out with a hold conditioning question, but I, after we went back and forth at least a half dozen times, probably more than that, on different things, and he kept sending me more information and he kept sending me some more videos and asking questions. And I think the guy, first off, I think the guy is real genuine on trying to get better. Um, he's looking for advice. I think he's got a fantastic little dog, um, despite him. <laughs> And I don't say that to be a jerk, but like I, I, there's a lot of things that he's doing with the dog that I think would probably have created way bigger issues than what he's dealing with right now. So he's got a really nice little dog. I'm actually going to be messaging him back because I'm kind of curious about it. Um, but so he, here, here's what his first message is. It says, hey, my name is Michael. I've been watching all your videos on hold conditioning slash force, force fetch, which I got to correct that right away. There's no force fetch. I'm not force fetching any of our dogs. Um, but anyway, I, I, and I just think that's a common thing that people assume that's what everybody does. And, and, and some people do and, and we don't. But um, I was wondering if it'd be okay if I send you a video how I'm doing it and, what I, and ask what I'm doing wrong. She has the hold down great. It's just when I throw marks for her, she still drops it at my feet. Thanks for your time. So I said, sure, send the video, but without seeing it, sounds like you have holes in that process. You're taking too big, a ste- too big a steps too quickly. Think you'll find that you need to back up and fill in those gaps. So that is very much connected or or a similar answer to our last podcast, which was with a uh, duck toller. I think he had a, a duck tolling retriever, um, and that that answer was uh, in a nutshell what that guy he had he had he took too many he went too far with out taking enough steps and he had a bunch of holes um but now so this guy sent me this video so this is when it got a little deeper because then then he said he sent me a video he said this is when i first started hold she's four months she was four months old now she's six months old and then he said i thought she was doing good so so i did it for a week and then i went and then went to this next video and did this for a week, but the last time I did it, she was scared to walk it heel with it. So I got impatient a little. So I backed off and blaming it on her teething. So I didn't do it for about a month. But like I said, she would drop it at my feet still. So I started back up on Friday. I'll send you a video to get today after I get off of what I'm doing now. 
And so I went, whoa, 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 pump the brakes here. Uh, you know, I, all, I'm reading all this in a flurry of messages that he sent. Then he said, this is one of her doing it with heel. You see where I said it looks like she's scared. So I don't know what to do. So I just stopped doing it. I got to the point where she would just lay down when I tried to make her walk with it. I'll send you this one this evening of what I'm doing now. She turned six months on the 7th. Thanks for your time and input. So I said, I'll watch these videos. And there was a bunch of them. But I said, no no question in my mind, you started way too young. Like four months old. Think about a four-month-old puppy, 16-week-old puppy. And we're trying to do a formal hold conditioning with it. I mean, that, that's just way, way, way too early. And, and part of it is physical. So he ran into it. He said, now, now I'm blaming it on teething. Well, that's because you shouldn't even be thinking about hold conditioning formally until after teething. You shouldn't be retrieving during teething, period, because it creates bad habits and you're seeing them. Dog wants to spit stuff out. Well, it's because part of it's because the dog's teething. doesn't want to have something in its mouth. Or the opposite is they lay down and chew on stuff. So either one of those directions that the dog goes is the wrong one. We don't want it. So too way, way, way too early. The other part of it is mentally, at four months old, the dog is nowhere near capable of going through the idea of understanding a formal shaped delivery. Like all at four months old I'm trying to do is bring out natural inherent traits and stay positive about everything that I want them to like. And one of those things is retrieving. So I want this dog... To it, and I guarantee you, this dog is just a fantastic little dog. So I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna show. I'm gonna play the video and I'm gonna turn it up so that you can hear. Because there's another few things that stand out to me in this. But listen to this. Now I'm gonna paint the picture for you. Uh, and if you do it on the video blog, you can probably take these videos and show it. But the guy's got the puppy sitting in between. Like it's a small little puppy. Um, he's got a flat collar on and he's holding the the leash tight to the point where it's literally holding the dog's head up. And the flat co- it's a flat collar, so it's not choking, but it's, it's a lot of pressure. And he's steering it with it. So I, it's completely not loose, um, which I look at it and I go, well, you're, you're, the dog is not comfortably being allowed to comfortably hold it in the first place. But listen, I want you to, so that's physically totally the wrong setup. Second thing is I want you to listen to the audible part of this um, and just uh, I'll let you hear what, I, what he's got. Oh, 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 good girl, oh, good girl, good girl, oh, 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 that's a good girl. One more time, come here, come here, sit, sit, oh, 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 good girl, good so I love the guy. He's real positive. He's got great, great tone, real, real upbeat. He really gets the dog, tries to get the dog really jacked up at the end. 17 times he said hold in a 26 second video. 17 times he said hold. He reached out and swatted at the dummy to like test her whether or not she was going to drop it. I think four or five times. If you watch the video, you'll see it. But 17 times he's talking about hold, 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 hold. He's real excited. Sounded like there was WrestleMania going on in the background. I mean, he's got a TV on. There's I, there's another video where there's multiple people. There's kids running around. I'm going to show you the next one, the next video. I'm going to play it so you can hear it. Hold. 
39 times. 39 commands of hold in a minute and 16 seconds video. Again, TV blaring in the back. Kids are playing in the front. Uh, there's another video that comes through that I see the wife is, I think, sitting on the couch. So there's a. this is in the living room. There's a lot going on here. And in this last video, the dog sat remote the entire time, and he got up and he just ran around the dog really quickly. I mean, he, he danced around the dog quickly, always holding the, the lead tight up straight up pressure so the dog couldn't move basically almost paralyzing you can see the dog wants to move a little bit and it's par almost paralyzed because of the situation that it's in so so that that was so the first video was at four months old the second video was when the dog was at six months old and then the third video is when the dog when he's healing the dog around the living room and into the kitchen and back it's again a very similar situation i'm going to play that one right now I mean, the guy is pretty positive. Like, I, I think his energy is really high. <laughs> he is not a slow anything. He's fast. Everything he does. Fast, fast, fast. There's another dog that walks through the living room. I mean, the, to get this out of this puppy in this situation is incredible to me that he's even getting it. Which is like, damn, this dog's really good. Nice little dog. Despite what's going on with this training, dog's doing really well, I think. So, but let's go back now. The issue is short, dropping short on the retrieve. So then he sent me a video yesterday. He says, this is from today. Uh, I did it longer, but it wouldn't let me send the whole thing, he said. So now six months old. I started this whole conditioning when she was about four months old, and then I said, well, maybe she's a little too young, so I stopped. So, uh, she's, I he's got her up on the tailgate, she kept dropping a bumper, so which is a better situation. And, uh, I'm going to show you what she does and maybe give me some insight on how, what I'm doing right or what I'm doing wrong, and that kind of thing. So, so he's got the dog up on a table, or on the tailgate, which I like. doesn't have that lead on with that pressure to steer the dog, which is much better. You're letting the dog make a decision now. 
His pace is still incredibly fast. Everything he's doing is really fast. He's watched some force fetch videos because he really likes the idea of the dog reaching out and grabbing it. I don't care. I don't like impulsive behavior. Especially with this dog. This dog is a very natural retriever. You can see it. Got some distractions. Got some kids there. Wife's helping out film. So that's that's okay. It's just there's a lot. Dog's been through this part. Dog understands this game. But are you listening to this guy right now? He's a thousand. He makes me look slow. He is fast. I can't. I'd have lost track of counting holds. I mean, he's in the, he's hitting a hundred close right now. I mean, he's fifty at least. Okay, two minutes and twenty seconds. That video is. He got three repetitions in. He said hold more than I would say an entire session. Uh, I mean, it was. Fast forward, like it was really fast. And then it said, I did it for longer than that, but it wouldn't let me send the whole thing. So can you imagine the intensity of some of these sessions? Hold conditioning is a process that you just take your deep breath and you watch some of my hold conditioning videos where I got a dog up on the freezer. And if if I think you'll get a sense of, it should be a pretty calming thing. I don't want to spin this thing up to be out of control. Unless I got a dog that's extremely flat. And I have to pick them up a little bit. But I'd do it, I'd do it in a different way than just a thousand miles an hour. Now, I said to him, I'm glad to see you're starting in the beginning. Because I do think he's back to kind of the process of the beginning. I said, I just think you're all over the place as far as sequencing goes. Sometimes you're walking around the dog, sometimes you're healing the dog, sometimes the dog's sitting still. You're it's just it's such a hodgepodge of steps. I said, absolutely. <laughs> I told him, I said, secondly, slow down. Watch all your videos once and let me know what you think of the pace. It's hard for me to keep up with you. Imagine being a puppy. Slow down. I just think that the repeating of the commands isn't necessary. Uh, I think you just got to slow things down and let that dog soak things up. I mean, your puppy has got fantastic disposition. That puppy is just... For the intensity that you're bringing, that dog is shielding it off nicely. So the dog is really, I just, I'm really impressed by the dog. And, and you've done some good things. There's no question you've done really good things. But you could be, I think, getting a lot more if you just made some simple changes to your approach. Um, so now he said he said he just started putting the dog on the tailgate last week so okay slow down and do that for a while um now i wanted to know what the retrieves look like because i feel like if you don't have a good retrieve to begin with or a, a, rec a recognizably close to good retrieve what the hell are you going to what are you going to shape the delivery for if you can't make the retrieve so i said i'd like to see some retrieves uh, just to see, because the dog's only six months old right now. I don't know that I would be hold conditioning. A dog like that, I might not hold condition until they're 
a year and a half old, just like Bella. That dog looks like I bet you you could get away with shaping and forming a good delivery without going through the formal process of hold conditioning. I could almost bet you a million dollars I wouldn't do it till they're at least 10 to 12 months old because I just think that that's how good that dog looked. So now I hadn't seen any retrieves. So I said, yeah, I think, you know, I'd like to see that. Now, here's where it got interesting again. I said, she seems very young and prior to whole conditioning formally, I like to prep them by simply helping them deliver and shaping each delivery. He said, I just thought it was time to start because my goal with her is to start running hunt tests and I have to have her deliver to hand. So you're dictating your training schedule based on your desire to run your dog in a hunt test. To me, that is absolutely crazy. It doesn't make any sense. You should train your dog based on your dog, and that's it. Not because you want to run it in a hunt test. Now, I get it. I, I have desire to hunt dogs this fall, so I'm going to have to put work in to them prior to this fall in order to be able to take them to the field successfully. Now, if your goal is you want to get a dog to a hunt test, I would say you need to have certain things in place before you go to a hunt test. And if it doesn't work out that the calendar works out that way, then go to next year's hunt test. I don't know when these hunt tests are. Maybe there's some in the spring. But I wouldn't change my training to try to fit the dog into the hunt test schedule. That's what boggles my mind sometimes about our desires to change what is the natural sequence of training to fit our to fit our needs. It just doesn't make sense to me. Now, I said, uh, he said, how do you go about shaping each delivery? I said, with every retrieve. With every retrieve that the dog makes, I make sure the delivery's nice. That might mean I have to take the dummy out and put it back in. That might mean I've done it with Bella where Bella comes in, doesn't deliver nicely to my front, so I take it from her, I get it from her eventually, I put it back in her mouth, I'll take a few steps back and I'll recall her to me. And I just... And then I tell her how good she is because I'm changing the, the finish of the, this session, the finish of this repetition to be how I want it. So it's by doing something over and over and over, it'll become a habit eventually. It can't just happen because I decide I want that, that right now I snap my fingers and now you change. But it takes time. It's gradual. It's consistency. It's consistency that will form the habit. So I said... Um, he said, how do you go about shaping? I said, the position when she's in, when she delivers it. And if the problem is dropping short, we'll pick the bump dummy back up, put the dog, pick, pick the dummy back up. No, 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 no. Put it back in and then finish with a good delivery. I said, get a good delivery to hand before you start worrying about looking nice for extra style points. I said, that's just one of the reasons I'm not a fan of hunt tests and field trials. They're not practical. Like if you got to have your dog swing, he said something about he needed his dog to swing into heel at one point. I don't give a shit how the dog comes in. Bring the bird to me. Hold on to it. I don't know if you get extra points for being in heel position. I know that there's a strategy if you're going to send a dog back for another for another mark or retrieve that you want them in finishing in the position to, del to be pointed towards the next. All that stuff is advanced and, quite honestly, impractical. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I get it if you're competing, but I don't compete. So I, I think... You know, if I have to bring the dog, get the dog into my front, take the dummy from him, put, tell him to go to heel, turn around, line him up, send him. If I got a good dog that runs a nice line, which is a real practical thing from a hunting standpoint, we get, we get around that. We don't have to deal with it. it. It ends up being, it ends up good in the end. So 
He said, I'm going to send you a video a few weeks of me with her shooting a launcher. So he shoots, he sends me this launcher video. It's a six minute video, so I'm not going to play the whole thing. But in six minutes, he shot a dummy launcher 75 yards each time, eight times. Eight retrieves with a dummy launcher in a six minute video. That dog, by the time it was done with it, its first, second, and third retrieves were pretty good. It started to fade fourth. It started to fade the fifth. It was terrible on the sixth. It was a little bit better on the seventh. It went from, it was just dead tired. It was, it was creeping on every shot, which is one thing that I think he's probably should work on is correcting the creep. So he's got to put the dog on the lead the first five or six. And then I think towards the end, he took the dog off the lead. But every time he shot, the dog would creep three, four steps. Never once corrected it. So I'm looking at that drill and going, what are you getting out of this? Except probably creating a little bit of a sloppy delivery because the dog's dead tired and you've just bored, bored the hell out of him by doing the exact same thing over and over. Despite the boredom, he, she still runs out. Nice line to pick the dummy up for you. Again, it goes back to the dog is really nice. Even though some of the stuff that you're doing, I think is eroding that. Now, you've clearly done something well because this dog is pretty nice. You've clearly got a real nice dog, I think. It's just this, this, the, the main idea of this is, so there are some, there are some things is sequentially, when you get into a process like hold conditioning, you start in the beginning and you work your way to the end. And from there on, you continue ongoing for the rest of his life. Secondly, patience, patience, patience. Marathon, not sprint. Started doing this with a four-month-old dog because you want to run a hunt test in the fall. Wrong answer. So you slow down and be patient. Let the dog develop when the dog develops. I got one right now that's going to hunt for the first time this fall in about a month. She's not quite ready yet. And if she's not quite ready yet on opening day, she's not going. That's Bella. If I don't feel confident with her, I'm not going with her. We'll continue to work on what we're working on. We're not going to speed up anything in training because, of its, because it's opening day. We're not going to force anything because it's hunting season. If she doesn't make it, she doesn't, she's not ready, she's not ready. Last year she wasn't, I don't even think about hunting her. She wasn't ready. If I had, I'd really be in trouble because this dog has more birdiness and more drive for birds than any dog I've seen in a long time. If I had to put her on birds last fall with the lack of control and ability to have that control that I needed, man, I'd be really struggling. And, and we went through that. You're going to see it in Bella Be Good, the series. We went through that. She's getting way better. I flushed, I flushed four hen pheasants yesterday that were in our pumpkin patch with her on you know, off lead, on heel, we walked in, I kicked, I kicked him up. She, she knew every one of them was there. She stayed in heel position. We flushed the birds out. One of them flushed out and landed about 20 yards away in a thick cover. So we walked over to that cover and I released her in there on a hunt command. And she put the bird up. And she took chase after that bird and I stopped her on a whistle and recalled her back to me. And I had, while she had done that, I pitched a scented tennis ball into the cover. I told her to go back and hunt. So she went back and hunted and hunted and hunted and it was full of fresh bird scent. And boom, she found the tennis ball and brought it back to me and got the reward. There is no way I'm doing that with her one year ago today. No way. 
And if I can't do that with her, what happens when I go pheasant hunting and we kick up a hen pheasant and we can't shoot it and it runs off it flies off and she's chasing it and I'm not stopping her. And when I call her back, she can't focus and regain control and go back into an area. And maybe there's a dead bird there and I want her to hunt the dead bird. But all these things are skills that I said, we're just going to have to work our way to the point of having them. And now we're getting pretty close. So now I'm looking at it and going, yeah, I think in a month or so, in the next three to four weeks, I think we could go shoot some doves over here. But we're going to do a few things before that. Tonight I'm going to do some group training with some people. We might shoot some pigeons tonight. Probably be a good thing to do. Real controlled setting. See how she handles that. It's going to be very simulated, similar to what we're going to face dove hunting. We'll probably film that for the Bella Be Good series. But it's all stuff that I don't care when... September 1st is opening day and it doesn't mean that September 1st we got to be ready. If... September 15th, you've got a hunt test and you're signed up for it and you don't think the dog is going to be ready, see if you can get your money back. Take the pressure off yourself. Because you shouldn't, you shouldn't dictate your dog's... Your, you shouldn't try to dictate your dog's maturity and trainability based on the local hunt club's hunt tests, dates. Keep that in mind. What are we doing it for? Are we doing it for the dogs or are we doing it for ourselves? Probably should be a combination of both and in both both parties' best interest. So, Michael, I'm going to send you a message because we've reached, we've sent a bunch of messages back and forth. Uh, I'm going to let you know that we did a podcast on it. I think you've got a tremendous little dog. If you slow down, if you physically, if you slow down with your training, if you let the dog develop a little bit, and just stay consistently moving forward, I think you're going to be in really good shape. And the last of my worries for you would be competing. I think at the end here, you said, um, I said, I, I, on my last message, I said, I think there was a lot of nice things there, but in comparison to what you just showed me, eight retrieves in six minutes, I took dogs out for 45 minutes last night and they each made two retrieves. And that's not lying that's what we did i said i think you just have tons of potential but i think you have to take smaller steps and enjoy them rather than hurrying up to meet some goals based on a hunt test on a certain date with a certain by a certain age i said what's your ultimate goals with this dog he said yeah i was doing like seven or eight retrieves there 75 yards my end goal is to at least get her to be a master hunter in the grand <laughs> but then he said but let me say this first above all she's my pet i love her to death she sleeps in bed with me so if I can't get her to all that with the hunt test, it'll be okay because she's going to be my buddy. Reverse the priority to, she's going to be my family dog. She's going to be my buddy. She already is. I can see that. And then you said, I'm looking to get into dove hunting again this year. Maybe you take the dog on a dove hunt in December. Maybe. If you're ready for it. If not, that's okay too. Because I guarantee you, you will be next year. I mean, he's only, she's only six months old. I would be interested to go watch back and see Bella be good when she was six months old and see if I felt like she was ready to go on a dove hunt. I know right now it's absolutely nope. Not a chance. So take the pressure off yourself, Michael. There's no reason for you to be forcing and rushing things. It's a lot more fun and enjoyable when you slow down and you smell the roses a little bit. 
great question, great messages. Uh, I'll send you a message, Michael, and and uh, I, I look forward to hearing more and seeing more on your progress. So that's it, guys. Another podcast completely driven by you. Uh, thank you so much for your support. We appreciate it. If you would, do me a favor. Check us, check out our YouTube. Um, YouTube has a ton of information on it. Uh, it's at Dogbone Hunter. It's also our Instagram. It's also our Facebook. Um, and you're listening to it already on our podcast. So thank you guys so much. Dogbonehunter.com. I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, I didn't know you sold products. Yeah, we do. We got a lot of them. Uh, it's all stuff that we use. Uh, dogbonehunter.com is our website. And any of the stuff you see in our videos or hear me talk about here, um, if, it's, if it's our product line, um, it's all available there. So I appreciate your support more than you know it. Uh, we're going to keep doing these. I promise you that. <laughs>